podcast addresses death, difficult emotional content, and contains profanity. Listen with your own motherfucking discretion. (laughs) (laughs) Get your kids. This is Grief After Dark. Lights, cocktail, action. Cheers, bro. Cheers. (laughs) Welcome back, everybody. I'm going to do a countdown just for good oh. measure in five, four, three. Welcome back, everybody. Hi, everybody. Welcome back for season two. Season two. We are going with dark matter. Dark matter. In honor of our science and love. <laughs> I don't even know. Because what do we discuss if not things that we know exist but can't really be explained? It's our whole situation over here. Gestures broadly at the planet. yes it man oh yeah boy well um i can't say shit's any less crazy than it was when we started season one word me either but i can say that i feel a lot better about it in general since we started season one absolutely actually you know i've been up and down it's the vacillation like it's it's kind of was going fast for a long time and i was like holy shit, man. Am I like, what are we doing here? What's happening? (laughs) What is happening? (laughs) And um, coming back to this has been the highlight of my 2022, because that last part of 2021 was so fucked up. It was turbulent, wasn't it? Yeah, it was really turbulent. Yeah. It was a little turbulent coming into January. And then even like, now I'm just like the year of February 2022 is just are you the one that said January's was a long year yeah that was me (laughs) January I've said that to like five people now January (laughs) was the longest fucking year I've had in a long time (laughs) yeah and well and D and I this is now I think our third attempt at recording episode one dark matter holy shit yeah the first (laughs) time the internet was so bad like Dion's a whole computer just decided to stop working and we had to call it. We talked for like 15 minutes and then it was just like, the universe was like, I said, sit down. Go lay down. (laughs) So that is what we did. We went and we laid down and we we did, we did some other shit and uh, we reconvened and then we actually recorded. But again, the internet was (laughs) so bad that like there was absolutely no flow, but you know me, and it got me thinking about how it is absolutely impossible to have conversation without connection. It is. It's not just internet connection now. I mean, you know. That doesn't help. Let's just bring it all the way around. If you don't have connection with something in this day and age, it's like, get to the point, get to the meat of the matter and let's go. We, got, <laughs> we have things to do. <laughs> well, and I think with so many years of social media under everybody's belt now, We're starting to really see the damage of just constant surface conversation. Is that your video trying to play? (laughs) We couldn't get it to play earlier. I didn't say technology was fixed, y'all. I just said it's better today. Our chances are looking up. Which really brings us back to what what we were talking about in the first place. You know, right before we were recording, I was trying to get 
this video to load and like the computer's acting up. I can't see anything. I can't even move the cursor. It's doing whatever it wants to do. The video refuses to play. And just now in the middle of our conversation, this video is like, hey, I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I got to say, it got me thinking about flow too, because part of the reason why I might've said this on, on the podcast before, part of the reason why this project that we've done is so magical is because we've let it be what it is and we've let it kind of take on its own life. And we just kind of roll with wherever it goes. So in theory, Let's say D and I look at our calendar and say February 1st would be a great launch date. <laughs> and then in actuality, it's February 13th before we can even successfully record episode one. <laughs> Nobody got mad. Nobody freaked out. The world didn't end because we didn't fucking launch two weeks ago. Who cares? We're here to, I'm here to drink wine and talk to you. Yes. That and I part. can do that any day. I think that's part of, you know, what I'm trying to embody these days is that we get to work how we want to work and how it works for us. And I think that's one of the hardest things for me to get my mind around sometimes is because even though I've been doing my own thing for a long time, it's like, oh gosh, other people are involved. I think I need to have, you know, this all mapped out, this all, this whole plan. And then if I don't, do this at all everybody's going to be disappointed or whatever the hell and i'm like you know don't nobody give a fuck yep first and foremost i have to show up (laughs) when i can show up and god forbid that it's two weeks later it's like you said the point is is that we are here now and what we're supposed to be doing is sharing this organic conversation and not this manufactured moment by moment you know, rigid, forced, forced. Exactly. And it's like the antithesis of what we're here for. Right. All of those things are things that I'm really putting down the perfection of it. The, you know, oh, the sound's not perfect. I'm not going to share it. Fuck that. I'm just going to share it. Somebody going to fix this sound. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Tim. Thanks, Tim. (laughs) Fix the sound, would you? Once again. Right. Exactly. And so, yeah, I, that is one of the things that has been hindering me over this over the winter is that I have all these ideas and I feel like I can't put them out until they're, you know, ready. And I'm like, just start them. It doesn't matter. Show the process. It's fine. Yeah. You know, finish it. Yeah. Don't finish it. The point is, is to keep moving. And every project doesn't have to have this long, drawn out plan. And it doesn't have to be forever. You know, we, we're not in a monogamous relationship here with, what? with each project. It's like, you know, damn, you're allowed to do as much as you can do. And if you want to walk away from this project, that's, that's fine. We had a great time. If we need to be done, that's just, it is what it is. Yeah, we kind of, from the beginning, we're like, let's do this till we're done. Yeah, until we're done, until the work is done. I also really, I feel, I've heard a lot of, the shit talking on the millennial generation has been grating on me recently because Mm -hmm. we have this generation of people who has come onto the workforce in this grind culture that we're all fucking killing ourselves in. And we have a whole generation of people looking at how we've done it in the past and been like, I don't think it needs to be that hard. 
And my generation, who was raised by people who fucking created the concept of bootstraps and bullshit, my generation now has taken over this archaic role of like, well, you're all a bunch of millennial slackers. And I'm like, I don't know, you guys. I, I feel like you might be really onto something. Like, right. I'm kind of I have a really nice idea. Like, because honestly, when you really think about it, when we when we sit down and really, really think about it, like, what the fuck are we all actually rushing towards? Connection. Dying. <laughs> like, we need to hurry. <laughs> well, we shit. Yeah, I guess. The connection. <laughs> I mean, it's like rushing to the red light. You totally. slam it on your brakes when you get there. Slow the fuck down. <laughs> the light is still going to be red when you get there. So yep. it's like, or, or, you know, everything that we do, everything that we do, it's like we have to get married to it forever. We have to decide at 20 what we're going to do for the rest of our lives when our brains aren't even fully developed. And like, how the fuck do and you I better know? have it accomplished by the time you're 30? Right. And you better be accomplished and you better, you know, depending on who you are, you better, you know, have your family, have your this, have your that, have, have, have. And you're collecting things like, you know, you're collecting your goals. And then here I have all of this to show for it. All the while we're leaving out like all all the things that are that's actually keeping us alive. Connection. And the connection. And we're, you know, we're more connected than we could ever possibly be at this time, you know thinking back about how we used to have to pick up a telephone and stay in one room in one spot to just talk to each other for a couple of hours. Right. We couldn't see each other. We had to imagine what the hell we was doing. We'd listen to each other breathe, (laughs) you know? (laughs) So it's like, yeah, we have text message. Now we can get messages to each other instantly. We don't have to wait six weeks for the mail anymore. Mm -hmm. You know, I can put my little earbuds in and my phone in my pocket and like move around the studio and work and have two hour long conversations with people. There's so many things we have access to all this connection and we are just squandering it. I think with this whole, I have this glorifying this busy concept of like, Oh, I've been so busy instead of, and then want to turn around and tell somebody enjoy your life. Well, I can't enjoy it until I'm 65 and retired. And then even then I can't even get my social security. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and even then, you know, somebody's still looking at me for bills. I probably will have to go back to work, whatever the fuck ever. Like, yeah, I think it's got it right. <laughs> they get it. Hey, go lay down. Yeah. Please just enjoy yourself. What is the account that you just sent me? About rest and napping. <laughs> the nap ministry. The nap ministry mm-hmm. on Instagram. Yes. This is one of my new favorite accounts. Because, <laughs> and I had, I just had a conversation about the epidemic of just our, our total lack of self-love and self-compassion. Mm-hmm. And I was saying, and dude, how many times have you and I had this conversation where I'm like, these things that I'm experiencing right now. If you told me that you were going through this, mm-hmm. I would tell you to go sit the fuck down on the couch for a day. Right. You need to go get horizontal or like <laughs> yes. take a rest, take a day, take a week, whatever you need. Can I do that for myself? No. Only when I'm my best self and I'm in a place of self-love and self-compassion. Like we are collectively so fucking bad at this. Oh, and man. like, I'm just like, I, I, I literally think that I need to start putting rest days on my calendar. Yeah. For a long time. I do. Um, I have Mosey Mondays on our schedule and my kids love it because every Monday, mm-hmm. every Monday, I every love Monday. It. I love Monday. that you picked Monday. 
listen, I ain't getting up doing shit on Monday. <laughs> That's everybody's like, you know uh, why? Because yeah. I don't want to, I don't want that kind of anxiety in my life on Monday. Yeah. No. Well, yeah, I'm privileged. Yes. I, <laughs> you know, whatever. But Mosey Monday is a thing. Pick the day you fix in a Mosey and then stick to it. Show up for that moseying. Yeah. It's like for, for the longest time, I had to really, really be mindful about it. I had to be very conscious and very intentional about not doing anything, not responding to emails, not going down the research and development rabbit hole, not mm-hmm. <laughs> forcing my kids to get up early and we're going to do a full day of schoolwork, not because, oh, the worldly chatter comes in. It's like, oh, if you're not busy, if you're not doing this, and if you're not doing that, you're not doing enough. You're not, it's all the nuts. And, and then we all move through the world wondering why we can't figure out why we feel like we're never enough. Exactly. They remind me, the boy will get up and he'll be like, so it's Mosey Monday. Nice. <laughs> don't be, don't ask me to do nothing. And he goes through his little routine of like, whoo. I know it's going to be amazing because I'm looking forward to sleeping in. I'm looking forward to just putting my feet up. He goes, and I'm just like, mm-hmm, that's right. I love it. Don't, that means also don't come in here asking me for anything because we're moseying today. Right. I get out of the bed at 10 o'clock. I don't do anything before that. And if I do do something before that, it is strictly for me. I'm not making a meal for anyone. I'm not collecting data and like managing anyone's day. I'm moseying around. I take my pleasure. I feed myself something really nice that I want to eat in the morning or whatever. It's one day a fucking week. Mm -hmm. You got six other days. You know, the world didn't fall apart when we didn't release the podcast. I'm going to do something Sundays. Sashay Sundays. Sashay Sunday. I like it. I'm going to put my robe on, just sashay around the house. Yes. Yes. And um, their day on Sunday, because I'm here doing this, is Soulful Sunday is what it is. So everybody gets to do whatever feeds their soul on Sunday. Perfect. So Grief After Dark is for me on Sunday. And I get to focus all day, every day, or every Sunday on this, on this project. Yep. It's a good day. It works out. And then, you know, they don't bother me. I don't bother them. They don't come in here. And, you know, it's nice. And so we're really trying to implement that as a habit, as a rhythm for us, as a, you know, as a go-to. This is just where we need to come back to in order to reset. Yeah. And resetting is important. Absolutely. Going back to my like recent focused on connection. I live for good conversation. I swear to God, I do. Like as much as I avoid people in general, I know some fucking great conversationalists and we've dedicated an entire season to having really interesting conversations with really interesting people. Like we've got some incredible shit lined up. We've already had just a couple of conversations. I am like chomping at the bit to talk to every single person that we have lined up. Like I, I sincerely cannot wait to have talks with these people, but it also occurs to me that like, it does feel like a little more than showing up for you. Yeah. You and me, we've got this dialed in. We've been talking for 20 years. (laughs) We know how to have a good chat. 
But bringing someone else in that I may not have ever met, I want to show up and be present enough in myself to connect so I can have a real conversation and, and really learn. My gosh, I've learned so much already. And we have, we are at the tip of the dark matter iceberg. (laughs) Yes. Yes, we are. We are at the tip of the iceberg. And I I wasn't real sure where we were going to go with this season, but I'm so thrilled because the people that have been responding to us and like the interviews that we've been able to have so far, um, these first few interviews are people that we've just met over the internet. So they're our internet friends and and (laughs) we're like, let's go y'all. This is the work we're supposed to be doing. And that's one of my favorite things about this format now about what has been created in the forms so so that we can connect like this that is yes. like you know people can complain all they like about it but guess what don't participate and then also let people love what they love and let people indulge in this type of you know communication in this type of connection it's not about anything else right now at this point at like the shit that this world has been through right now we need all hands on deck and we need all the tools we can muster, you know? Well, and this is allowing us to talk to people all over the world. Absolutely. Absolutely. And when we were young, we couldn't do that. Nope. We relied on information that was fed to us. And now yep. we get to decide what information goes out. And like, we can't, you know, we, I don't think we could have asked for a better position in providing a space right now for these mm. kinds of conversations. So that's what's that's agreed about this for me, but yeah, I think away we go. Y'all. Away we go. <laughs> so, so excited. Yes. I know, In the I know at Burton. least a few of our eight listeners have expressed great excitement <laughs> in the launching of season two. Yeah. Gosh, I just can't say it enough. I'm just so excited about the things we have lined up. I know. And I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm just excited. I'm excited for more conversation connections to happen. And I'm hoping to be able to connect more people to the people we're connecting with because holy shit. I mean, some of the people are just, they're just folks that have been through some shit and they're going to talk to us about their experience, but Mm -hmm. we've got people who have really dedicated a portion of their life to helping huge communities that need it. It's really important work. Even just the perspective that our our interviewees have to share, it's pretty cool. You guys are going to like it. (laughs) Yeah. And we also have some new Star Trek commentary coming (laughs) because all the Star Trek, I'm very excited about like one of the things that I'm excited to talk about is grief in our culture and in our entertainment industry and what they're doing right now with a lot of these shows. So stay tuned, y'all. Yes. (laughs) We're going to continue our three question. Was it five? We did five questions season one. We're going to bring it in, but we've got to rein it in. You know, we've got to do a little housekeeping. (laughs) part we will be talking to other people we're gonna rein it into three yes we're gonna rein it into three let's do our first three questions of season two okay we ready three question segment so not so rapid fire rapid fire question segment 
That's a lot of words. Let's call it that. The rapid fire, not so rapid fire, rapid fire question segment. If there is any indication that we'd love to put as many words possible. (laughs) So, Mickey. Yes. What can you do to make your life easier? Well, I can be a little bit better at time management so that I can take my sachet Sundays off for realsies. For realsies. That will make my life a lot easier. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I'm going to accept that mission. Hey, let's do it. Um, I think I could probably stop overthinking things that would make my life a lot easier. That's People fair. Just see my face right now. <laughs> it's pretty good. It's pretty good. That's fair. Overthinking's a, a bitch. Who is someone that you would like to trade places with for a day? Well, it's just that before we started recording, we were talking about Keanu Reeves. Oh my God. <laughs> but I don't think I would want to change bodies with him. I'd want to just actually like get inside his head for a day. Yeah. What's going on in there? What's going on in there? Hmm. I'll go. I'll stick with that. <laughs> to be honest, I've thought a lot about the ability to switch bodies with Tim for a day because I just think it would be so weird to move through the world as a boy for a day. Cause I, you know, I've never done that in this lifetime, but also like, what is going on in there? What is and people see colors different. People taste things different. Would it be sad if I like made him a dinner and then tasted it? And I'm like, Jesus, this is what you're tasting all the time. I am sorry. I'm, I'll stick with my original response of Keanu Reeves because then I still get to move through the world as a boy for a day, but then also I get to be Keanu Reeves. <laughs> oh my gosh. There in the mirror naked of, all day. I can't think of anyone alive that I want to switch places. Okay. That's, okay. I, I don't, I don't know, you know, hmm. is there a dead person? When they yeah. were alive, obviously, why would when you they were them? alive? Yeah. I, I would have wanted to probably switch places with like Nor- Zora Neale Hurston for for a day mm-hmm. see what she's doing yeah you know be an anthropologist yeah that seems like a legit day that seems like a far more grown-up answer than mine definitely <laughs> uh do you like to cuddle I do like to cuddle mm-hmm. why are you do you want to cuddle or <laughs> we can cuddle. We have cuddled before. <laughs> I also like to cuddle, but it depends. So sometimes I feel like I've been touched like just too much, and there's been people in my space too much, and I don't want to be touched at all, and I don't want to be looked at, and I don't want to sure. even spoken to. Uh, Absolutely. But when I feel all like you know loving and caring and stuff, I really do like to be touched, and I like mm-hmm. to cuddle. A nice cuddle. Mm -hmm. Oxytocin. Mm -hmm. It's the Mm -hmm. snuggle hormone. Yeah. I really like to be touched just in general. Like if somebody's going to massage me, I I, like get in there. Let's do it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Get in there. Well, and even, and we've had so much less of this in the last two years while we've all been in such bizarre circumstances and, and just less sort of social interaction in general. And the world has encouraged us to stay really far apart, but mm-hmm. even just the casual, like when you're sitting next to someone somewhere and you laugh and they touch your arm or like 
to, to like exaggerate what they're saying and they just give your, your arm a touch or the side of your leg mm-hmm. or, you know, mm-hmm. Th- keep it those, appropriate. Those are so yummy. Like those non-sexual connection. Physical contact it is connection. It's a shame too, that like some of those things have become, you know, contorted to being other things, but like platonic friends, like normalize the hugging, normalize the cuddling, the, the connection. Yep. Yay. Yay. Well, good game. Good game. I am tired of saying how excited I am, but I'm not tired of saying how excited I am because I need the momentum and I need the, I need the excitement. I need that like whole, and I will never tire of hearing you say it either because you know, it's our thing. You know what? I'm so excited. (laughs) Yay. Uh, Well, thanks everybody. Thanks for tuning back in and stay tuned because it's going to be cool. It's going to be cool. Away we go. (laughs) Away we go. Thanks, T. Thanks, Nikki. Cheers. Cheers. Love you. I love you.